Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Ron and Anian. You can't run the business. You can't run an auto repair business the way you ran it you know, a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago. You can, but you're not going to be successful, happy, and, and produce positive results on, on as large a scale as you possibly could. Life in the fast lane. Surely make you lose your mind. The Car Doctor. I don't mess around when I'm in the brakes. I just change everything out. And I was just wondering, do you have any suggestions? Yeah, is this, so the rear brake setup, is it a cable setup or an electric parking brake? Cable. Cable, okay. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. So, how was your week? I um, It was a nice week, pleasant week. It was sort of a quiet week in the shop. Things have slowed down a little bit. I think everybody's distracted by what's going on in the world, rightfully so, right? We're all uh, kind of craning our necks and swiveling our heads and being aware of our surroundings and what's going on around us, which is a good thing. But life goes on in the automotive world. It has to because we, uh, we're, we're dedicated to it, and that's, uh, that's just part of the day-to-day in life. This one goes out to research, Kathy. She handed me something she got in her PSE&G bill, and I thought about it, and I kind of got her point. In her PSE&G bill this month, she got a little notice. You know, if you look in the flyers of your utility companies, and it says, um, it's talking about from PSE&G here in New Jersey that you can charge your vehicle, your EV at home and save. If you're considering an EV, we have incentives to help make driving more convenient and affordable. And they talk about how you can do off-peak charging and get credits for the utility service upgrades and such, so on and so forth. And then on the back of it, it says you can still go to the gas station for slushies. And that's great. And I understand that. And hey, you know, that's marketing. But what I don't understand is why is... PSE&G, which I always thought meant park, sleep, eat, and go home. Um, why is PSE&G promoting EVs 
when I stand online in bagel stores and I talk to the guys working the lines and they say there's no way we're going to have an EV infrastructure. I don't understand that. Is is this a classic case of the emperor has no clothes and he's up there naked and nobody wants to admit it? You know, I'm all for moving forward and I'm not an anti-electric. I'm just anti-stupidity. I keep saying that. There was a couple of things that went on in the EV world for me this week. Um, well, about 10 days ago, 10 days ago, my, my compadre and sometime dinner companion, my, my date, Tony took me out. We, uh, we went out together, a couple of guys, and we went to a nice little Italian restaurant, but I got to drive his new Tesla. He says, Ron, I'm going to let you drive the Tesla. Well, I drove a Tesla. You know, I will say this. It is blindingly fast. It, it took me back to the days of a big block Corvette. It just, you hit the throttle or the accelerator pedal or whatever you want to call that thing under your right foot, and that car takes off. It is a little bit strange that, you know, the, you, you take off, but the minute you take your foot off the accelerator pedal, it just, it, there's a, because of the way the braking system is set up, that car just slows to a halt. You almost don't need to use brakes in an EV, which is kind of interesting. I realized how dangerous they can be to drive, though. I'll tell the story this way. I go to the gym, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. I do CrossFit with the kids down here in Midland Park. Uh, they're my kids, I call them. And, you know, I took my eyes off the road for a minute. Now I'm driving my Suburban, which I've only had 21 years, so I'm kind of used to the vehicle. And I took my eyes off the road for a split second to adjust the heat. I had to look down for a minute just to, you know, where's the button, where's the knob kind of a thing. And I looked back up, I glanced back up, and there's a deer right in the middle of the road. Blew the horn, swerved, avoided it. And I thought about that, and I said, man, and that's with having a, a, a button. They call it tactile touch, right? You can run your fingers over there to that side of the dashboard, the instrument panel, and you can feel the 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 control or the knob or whatever it is you're looking. I, I understand completely, having driven that vehicle for 21 years, why GM put steering wheel controls you know, for the radio and other things in the steering wheel. It, it, you keep your eyes on the road. Because they say that split second is the, is sometimes the matter of life or death or an accident or just going forward. Now, in all fairness, the Tesla I was driving, I was in the car 12 minutes. But it's not intuitive. There's a, I think there's a huge learning curve. That was my impression. And that's not anything to do with the electric side of it. That just goes with the overall design of the Tesla. I think it's very non-intuitive. It's a giant iPad for a dashboard, a giant iPad, turned in landscape position. And, you know, we sat there. Now, Tony's a car guy. Tony was a service manager for a Toyota dealership. He's been a line tech for Ford. He's been a service manager for Ford. He's been around, right? He's now the local hunter wheel alignment and service rep. And he does a great job, by the way. Um, and we pulled over at one point in our in our little venture, and we were just, where is the heater control? How do you turn the heat on? And we couldn't figure it out. And I don't know. I think we're pretty smart. I think we're, you know, average intelligence, to say the least. Like, you know, it's got to be intuitive because a non-car person has to be able to make this work. Now, somebody I was telling this story to recently said, but, you know, Ron, there's probably voice control for that. Well, maybe, I hope. But does that mean everybody that drives this car, you know, hey, I want to borrow your car. Let me borrow your car. Is every electric vehicle going to be the same? Or am I going to have to give the guy that wants to borrow my car a 20-minute dissertation on how everything operates? There's a fatal flaw in any vehicle. 
I don't care whether it's EV, ICE, uh, hydrogen, uh, gets pulled by a horse. I don't care how, if you, if you got to take your eyes off the road to find something, radio, heater, seat position, it's dangerous. Ask any officer, ask any police officer and see what they say. And they'll tell you the same thing because they say that's how traffic's, that's how accidents happen in traffic. The other thing that um, really didn't thrill me is the ride. Now this is EV, all right, because of the weight. Man, that thing rode like a like a like a buckboard with two broken springs. It was just ba boom ba boom ba boom ba boom down the road. It just it rode heavy is the only way I could describe it. Wasn't impressed. Was not impressed. I I think they've got a lot to do. I think they've got a long way to go. Um, I did you know, breach the, hey, we need to get electrons. Where are we going to get them? A nice little app. Again, you got to pull over to figure this out. We pulled over and, you know, where can I get this thing recharged? And it, it popped up and it showed me, you know, here, the nearest charging place is 17 minutes away. Of course, you hope that you can get there. Um, now, I took note of in the time that it would take us to drive to those 17 charging, 17 minutes away to get to the charging station, how many? I turned my head, and how many? How many gas stations? God forbid that illegal stuff called gasoline. It's illegal now, isn't it? Um, how many of those were around me? They were plentiful. I don't know. I I think we're going at this wrong. You know, and I had another thought. So EV seemed to be because Tony talked a lot about you know the tax breaks and the tax credits, and there's no sales tax when you buy an EV in New Jersey, and all the benefits of, of purchasing one from a financial perspective. But you still have to be able to afford one. You still have to be able to spend forty to sixty thousand dollars on that vehicle. And I thought about in the remote places, in the remote parts of the country. You know, one of our one of our affiliates within the last two years is KSKO up there in McGrath, Alaska. And it's it's Alaska. It's kind of a remote part of the country. No, no, no harm intended, no slight intended. And you wonder, you know, and I'd really I you know, I'd love to hear from a listener up there in McGrath. Do we have any do they have any EVs? Is there an EV future there? Is there EV potential in that part of Alaska, in any part of Alaska? Or are we preparing to put a vehicle in place that serves the East Coast, the West Coast, and nothing in the middle? And I wonder about that. You know, where where, and what is the future of EVs? And I, I question that. So just my perspective. I got to drive an EV. Um, wasn't impressed. Uh, some of it, yeah, but... I still think it's got a long way to go in terms of technology. And um, no, I still wouldn't park it in my garage because I wouldn't trust it next to the hot rod. So just my two cents. 855-560-9900. I am Ron Anini in the car doctor. I'll be back to talk to you right after this. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Don't call us. That's right. If you call and we're not live, you can leave a message and we'll call you back to get you on the air with Ron. 855-560-9900. Speaking of Ron, here he is. And, and real quick, before we go to the phones, uh, you know, going back to that PSE and G flyer where they're telling you, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll set you up at home to charge your EV and we'll give you credits and pay for it and blah, 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 blah. I don't understand why the company's saying one thing and the employees, the guys that are doing the installs, the guys that are maintaining the system are saying another because every time I run into one of those guys at a bagel store or a coffee shop and, you know, inevitably I just have to bring it up, they say, yeah, there's just no way. We just don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the capacity. We don't have the ability to do it on the timeline they're dictating. So there's a missing piece to the puzzle, um, and we'll have to watch it as we go forward. Let's go Let's go over and talk to John in Tennessee, 23 Yukon. John, welcome to the car, Dr. Sir. How can I help? Uh, how are you today? I'm very good. I, uh, I bought a... Uh, 2023 Yukon. We have a motorhome, and I was looking for a vehicle to flat tow behind the motorhome. And the salesman, of course, uh, they aren't aware, I guess, that General Motors has chosen to go to single-speed uh, transfer cases on most of their vehicles with four-wheel drive now. So they're used to the old one. And so I, anyway, I've been a great gearhead all my life, and I didn't do my homework. I got everything ready, installed the base plate, hooked it up to the motorhome, and got ready to check everything out and realized I only have a single-speed transfer case. You have to have a two-speed transfer case in order to flat-tow General Motors uh, four-wheel drive vehicles. And I just was curious. My options are, you know, either have the car shipped down where I'm going or take the drive shafts out. Uh, I've called a couple of places to see if, uh, putting a two-speed transfer case and the wiring and everything in it was feasible and haven't really had much success. Just thought I'd see what you thought. I don't think – I think you bought the wrong vehicle, to you know, to put it bluntly, John. <laughs> I think um, I did, too. Yeah, I think you bought the wrong vehicle, brother. Uh, you know, I think replacing or putting a two-speed transfer case – and by two-speed, I think what you're trying to say is you need something that you can put into neutral. Correct? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So The single speeds don't go into neutral. Right. And I don't know what putting the transmission in neutral does. You know, that would be my only other thought. And the concern is you're still running or spinning the transfer case around at 60 miles an hour going down the highway. So that really doesn't work. Um, You know, do you, do you, you know, are there devices? And I, you know, I, I go, I always go back to... You know, it's like being at the gym when coach says, hey, look around, see what everybody else is doing. You're not the only guy having this problem. You know, what's everybody else doing with 23 Yukons? You can't be the only guy having this problem. 
you know, is apparently it, they started this transmission. Uh, I think in 2016 is what I thought. I thought I read somewhere. So it's not a brand new issue, right? I think they started putting single speed transfer cases in several years ago, right? But because the salesmen, they're so used to selling four speeds that can be flat out. They don't bother to do their homework. Yeah, well, and it sounds like you've got an all-wheel drive, not a four-wheel drive. No, it's a four-wheel drive. It's definitely uh, I run it in two-wheel most of the time. Oh, you can take it. You can take it out of four-wheel drive. You you can put it into rear-wheel drive. I mostly drive it in. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Mostly drive it in uh, two-wheel drive. Well, if you can put it in two-wheel drive and pull out the rear drive shaft, then what's the issue? Yeah, I'm, I, I, that's a that's a thought. See if I could just take out one drive shaft. I was thinking that I would probably have to pull both drive shafts. I didn't know whether by still having the drive shaft in the front, if it would be driving into the into the uh, transmission and spinning stuff around that shouldn't be spinning. Well, I think what you're going to find is I think the mechanical lock for the four wheel drive aspect then is going to come off the actuator on the front diff. I would look at a wiring diagram, believe it or not. I would look at a wiring diagram for four-wheel drive operation and see what they're doing. Does the four-wheel lockup take place inside the transfer case, or does it take place on the front axle? If it takes place on the front axle, then I would be venture to guess, and you'd have to try this as an experiment, pull the rear drive shaft, and flat-toe it on the front. Just don't lock the front axle. It'd be the same thing as the old-school you know, four-wheel drive when you'd lock the front hubs. Just leave the front hubs on, mm. leave the front axle un, un, unlocked. And then at that point, yeah. the drive shaft is spinning. The, the The danger, as I always understood it, is towing a four-wheel drive vehicle of any stature, um, history, manufacturer, make, etc. was always, how does that transfer case get lubricated? Uh, you know, in the sense that are we going to run something dry, where when it's in four-wheel drive, things that are under load of four-wheel drive operation are getting lubricated by virtue of an oil pump inside that unit, or it it doesn't matter now because the drive shaft might be spinning, but it's not spinning at 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 true speed or f- true load. If you understand what I'm saying, you know. So yes, sir. you know, I would first understand how does that how does that single speed four-wheel drive work? All right. Um, but that's interesting. I wasn't. I haven't seen the newer ones where they're just one four wheel drive speed, no four wheel low, no four wheel high, no differentiation. Um, Apparently, you have to order order that. It comes. I think you know Denali's used to be all wheel drive, right? But I think now you can get them with true four wheel drive, and usually in the Denali's they also come with. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I, I thought I read somewhere, and I may be wrong, but I thought I read somewhere that they, in fact, do come automatically with the two-speed transfer case that are that you can put them in neutral. Now, this might be a big pain in the butt, but I have seen towing setups where you will put front wheels on a dolly, and and then can't pull- do that with this transmission. With this one, you would have to take the drive shaft out of the rear. Right, if you did, I and then pull the rear drive shaft. Yes. So you know, is that is that the ultimate solution? How how big of a how often are you going to you know tow this car, John? Once a year. Uh, so I'm I'm almost to the point now where I'm saying 
I'll just pay to have it shipped down there because by the time I start buying all the other stuff, I've paid for a round-trip shipping. And then right. I told my wife, I said, next year we'll just trade for a 2024 and get what uh, what is flat towable. Well, there's the always... The only problem is putting those, putting those base plates on that car, removing that front fascia and everything. It's about a 40-hour job, and I've, I've put eight of them on different cars now, and this one was the most difficult of any I've ever done. Right. Right. Uh, it sounds it sounds like you got it in hand, but uh, like I said, I would I would just look at wiring. How is that How is that four wheel drive activated? Because in my mind, if if we disconnected the rear drive shaft, although here we are again, we're working at it. If we left it in two wheel drive and and towed it without a drive shaft in it, does that does that effectively do the same thing? What's it going to cost to ship it to wherever it's going? Uh, it's about eight hundred bucks one way. Yeah, which. You know, the, the the one guy at GM told me, he said, if we could even do it, my guess is it would run about $15,000. Right. And for $15,000, I'll trade cars. Right. Yeah. Um, and not, not not be messing with it. I go, I go back to my original statement. John, you bought the wrong car. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. I totally agree with yep. you. So, and it me- just goes to show you. Uh, you know, don't, don't believe everything a salesman tells. Listen, let me ask you the let me ask you the John. Let me ask you the important question, and well, I hope I know the answer that your wife didn't tell you not to buy the car, and you did anyway. Then you're really in this trouble, is, brother. So no, no, this is the car my wife wanted. Uh, I had well, a 2017 Buick Enclave that I was happy as a clam with, and well, then at least we know that she's happy. John, be well. I gotta go, babe. I'm running any in the car doctor. We're back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back to the AutoZone studio. Here's Ron. Welcome back. Ron and the car here. Let's uh, let's wander over and uh, let's go to Kent in Maine. Oh, eight Jeep Wrangler. Kent, welcome to the car doctor. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, sir. 
Well, the reason I'm calling today is because I recently picked up another 2008 Jeep Wrangler, and I uh, noticed that I have some uh, a small dripping of my antifreeze coming out the bottom driver's side of the radiator, which is the opposite side of the hose, and I was preparing to tackle a radiator replacement, and then I thought, why don't I look at the stop leak products? Maybe it could work or maybe it could buy some time and i saw the k seal on there and remembered your having mentioned it and so i just thought i would ask um is it worth it to go ahead and try the sealer before i do the replacement so let's talk a little bit about the vehicle ken how many miles are on this One hundred thirty-seven thousand. all right so you owe it a radiator all right you're planning to keep yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're you're planning to keep the vehicle yeah, I'm good. I was hoping to try to get a few years out of it. Um, it was a recent trade, and I was unhappy with the with the 2012 with the 3.6 because the motor was ticking, and I read horror stories about that right. on the internet about the dreaded Pentastar tick. I didn't want to get involved, right. so I'm yeah. back with. The, um, I went back to a 3.8, and it, it just runs and drives beautifully. And so I would like to get a few years out of it. And, yeah, it makes sense. I definitely, it's probably owed an older radiator uh, two or three times in, in, with this many miles on it. Right. And, you know, listen, if anything's going to do the job, it'll be K-Seal. If I was going to do anything, it would be K-Seal. If the vehicle had 300,000 miles on it, you were getting rid of it in three months, then I think it's a K-Seal thing. If... It's a matter of you can't get it in for repair. It's let's do K-Seal and we'll ride it out for three to four to five, six months and then get it in. K-Seal is, in my opinion, the best cooling system sealer on the market today. All right, it works really well. Now, here's the catch. K-Seal has a hard time with a rubber gasket. It's really designed to be effective with hard shim, hard hard metal stop area uh, types of leaks. Now, that being said, have I seen it work on situations with radiators where i know the end gasket was seeping yeah i absolutely have uh if you ask kseal tech support they'll tell you no it's not supposed to work there but it does i've seen it i've had it work uh you know it works really well it's a great product but my my situation or my concern is in this situation uh you know if you just got the vehicle and you're planning to drive it long term you can try kseal but i'd rather see you go through the cooling system i'd rather go and have you put a radiator in it uh, while it's out, you know, water pump thermostat, replace the coolant, you know, let's service it. Uh, you know, and the first thing I would actually do before I even got into doing the radiator is I'd get down to my local AutoZone and I would grab some, they, they call them litmus paper tests, and test the coolant, not strength, but the cooling system acidity. Is the cooling system acidic? Has it started to turn like into that, you know, it's bad. It's got more of an acid base than than what it's supposed to have. Than a, than a neutral base. And, you know, it just may be time for some cooling system repairs. Does the system look original, original hoses, water pump, etc.? I haven't looked at it that closely yet, um, but I am looking at the idea that while I'm in there, for example, uh, you certainly hoses are cheap right so you'd be you'd be crazy you don't want to have a lower radiator hose after changing the radiator and have to then deal with that so right. i'm 
I'm considering a small package at least of the hoses and whatever else I might need. And I've been looking at radiators and called a couple of shops. And I do see that, you know, if you're trying to get a rid- an original replacement, it can be a little bit of a pricey radiator for a single row plastic tank radiator that might not last all that long. And then I see these aftermarket all aluminum, aluminum tanks that, um, you know, start a little bit closer to they're actually they're less than the ones that I've been calling and asking about some of them around, you know, one hundred and eighty two two hundred dollars. Yeah, go take a um, go take a look at OSC. If you can find one, one stop cooling. They're out of they're out of the West Coast. OSC. We use them in the shop all the time. I believe they're available at AutoZone. They work really well. It's going to be a traditional plastic tank, aluminum center. All right, but we've had oh I don't know a one percent failure rate, and I'm being I'm probably over exaggerating there because I just don't recall having that many failures with them. They, they work out of the box really well. OSC, uh, which I found out later on, stands for one-stop cooling. Uh, you know, But that'll work. And then when you're looking for hoses, nobody better than Gates. And you might as well put a belt on it. And I believe Gates has some hose and belt packages. You'd have to check at your local parts supplier and see what they've got. But it's 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 time. It's 130,000 miles. If that's, got yeah. a, if that's got original hose clamps on it, all the hoses oh, on yeah. that car. Oh yeah, all those hoses are 130,000 miles. We're talking 14 years old, right? Uh, an 18, yeah. yeah. So, or, I'm sorry, a 2008. So you know, at that point, you know, you do a system overhaul: coolant, belts, hoses, thermostat, water pump, some good quality product. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. So I don't have to go back into that, and right. and I can move into something else. Do it once, do it right, and you're probably not going to find. I I, be, I would venture to guess that if we didn't have a UAW strike and parts failures or lack of parts issues to put up with, that Chrysler probably doesn't make that radiator readily available anymore. Anyway, it's too old. So oh yeah, so I I probably am looking at the aftermarket yeah. parts. Yeah, and that's why, you know, and then where you get the parts from is just as important as what you get. And that's why, you know, when I send you to AutoZone, I know if you have a problem, they're going to take care of it because that's the kind of company they are. That's the kind of people they are. You know, you're only as strong as your best supplier, I always say. I happen to have a, um, I just happen to have a belief based in that. I've been in the business a while, (laughs) so to speak. Um, But, you know, while you're doing a radiator, belts, hoses, thermostat, water pump, visit it once. Is there any is there any reason why I would be uh, wanting to consider a three-row uh, radiator? No. Or no, I don't need nothing that nah. fancy. Just stick no. with one or two rows. No, not unless you're not unless you're going to start modifying something. You know, the whole science of how a car works is really interesting. I've actually seen cases where hot rodders have put big, giant four-row or three-row radiators in cars, and they run hotter. And part of the issue is is that the coolant, um, it, it's, it's, it's wider, right? The radiator is wider, so there's more capacity. The water flow through the radiator, they don't change the rate of time that the water is, or the coolant is in the radiator, so it doesn't have proper time to dissipate and give off heat. So the heat exchange doesn't take place, 
and it will actually cause the vehicle to run hotter, and they scratch their heads as to why. I'm not saying it happens a lot, but I've seen it. Don't think more is better. You know, we had an old saying back when I was starting out in this business. I learned it early on from the guys that were doing it then. You know, mild goes wild, and less is more. And it's really true. Until you understand the engineering or the impact and the physics of what you're changing and why, don't just change it because everybody else does it. You know, sometimes it leads you down the wrong path. Uh, you know, there's there's more than a few people out there doing standard replacement radiators, gates, belts, gates, hoses, you know, water pumps, thermostats, and so forth, and no problems. All right, sir? All right. All right, well, thank you for the advice about the OSC radiators, and I will keep in mind that the uh, the KCO may buy me sometime, and it may not, and we'll find out when I try it. But it won't hurt nothing else or cause any oh, problems. Yeah. Abs- absolutely not. won't hurt anything else. And the only way KCO's not going to work if it's, a, if it's a real big rubber gasket leak. Like I said, KCO doesn't work well on that, but it works well if that's a, a metallic leak from the core of the radiator itself, So, or if the block had a deficiency in it, something like that. Good luck to you, Kent. Let us know how it works out. And uh, enjoy your new vehicle. I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor. We're back right after this. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back, Ron Any of the Car Doctor. By the way, Tom writes in from Newburgh, New York. Hey, Ron, what the heck is PSE and G? Public service, electric, public service, electric, and gas. But in New Jersey, they're a utility company. But in New Jersey, a lot of people say it's park, sleep, eat, and go home if you've ever seen them working on the road crews. So, but that's, um, <laughs> whew, uh, sorry, fellas. Let's go over and talk to uh, Doug in Oklahoma, 01 Chrysler Town and Country. Doug, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How can I help? Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you as well. I have, oh, <laughs> I've got a 2001 Town and Country with a 3.3. Okay. Uh, this vehicle has been dependable for the past 10 years. About three or four months ago, my daughter was driving it and called and said, hey, it, it quit running. 
So I had it towed to her house. I went over and looked at this and looked, looked at that. And uh, I checked. It's coming up with the P0108. Okay. Over and over. I've replaced the map sensor. No, it didn't fix anything. So I went and put the old one back in, and I ohmed it out and checked it according to the shop manual, and it checked checked out good. So uh, it it would it would run good, and then I replaced the EGR valve because I had a similar Chrysler car that was doing the same thing. It was a rough idle; it wouldn't run right. Replaced the EGR valve, ran perfect for two weeks. Then I get a call again that it's doing the same thing and that it stalled. And so I pulled the codes again. Was a P zero one zero eight. The same thing. Right. I've checked grounds. I've checked uh, wiring. Uh, I've checked fuel pressure. And the main problem is you can't get it out on the road to check how it runs on the road. Right. You, can, you can't have the problem at the time, time when the failure occurs. Right. And I put my, I did a, I have an Ansel 2000, I believe, uh, scanner. And the, uh, what do you call it? The, the at idle, the, <laughs> I've heard you say it a million times, the uh, trim, fuel trim. Right. And at an idle, it's about zero to like a negative six. Okay. But, and I put fuel pressure gauge on it, hit strong 61 pounds when you, it just gets constant. And it's just really weird. One time it'll, it'll run perfect for 10 minutes and it would just like, it just shuts off. Right. And then another time you let it run, it'll just run flawless. Then it will start missing and jerking and then it will just die. Then you let it sit for 15 minutes and it will fire up again. So what, what kind of scan tool do you have, Doug? It's an Ansel 2000. Okay. Does that display data? I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. Does, does it display data oh, okay. stream? Yes, it displays data stream. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, just check the O, you know, the O2. You can check fuel trim and you can check, uh, you know, it's not. A very very extensive. Yeah, one. Okay. It's it sounds basic. like it, it sounds like it does basic OBD two, which is what I'm after. All right, for the purposes okay. of this conversation. So this is a zero to five volt sensor, map sensor. All right. Correct. You know, key on engine off. What's the map sensor say? Where does it start? All right. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think what it it, it was within the parameters. All right. I believe whatever. Yeah, what, and I don't remember what the parameters were, but it fell within that range. All right, I'll tell you what. Hang on one second. Let me uh, let me pull over, take a pause. We'll come back. We'll finish up. Don't go anywhere, Doug. I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back to the AutoZone studio. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get back and talk to Doug. Doug, you're still there, Oklahoma way? Yes, sir. So let's talk about P0108 in the in the three minutes we got left. So P0108 okay. is a fault code that sets because the, the engine controller, the PCM, sees map voltage go high. It sees it go to 5 volts or 4.9 volts, whatever you want to believe, but it's, it's, it's a higher than normal voltage expected. All right? Right. When I when I think about that, and you know, you're taking the right steps. So we're going to make some assumptions, which we both know on family radio is a dangerous word, right? So oh, true. <laughs> let, let's let's assume this is being set as a result of a map sensor circuit fault. That it's really a map sensor circuit problem. Notice I didn't say sensor; I said map sensor circuit. Right? Could be the sensor. Right. Could be the wiring. Could be the PCM. Maybe the PCM is internally interpreting data wrong and falsely setting the code. So what I want you to do is I want you to go find connector 102. I remember connector 102. It's kind of buried on the engine harness, and it's in a position. What I'm thinking about real quick is could we have stray voltage across that connector inducing a voltage into the map sensor circuit, creating a false 108 and making right. making the vehicle stall? Then what I'd like you to do is find that there's – Two of those map wires go through connector 102, the 5-volt reference and the signal return. If, if we could take those two wires from the map sensor and make our own harness and go straight shot right back to the PCM, tap in, cut the wires, leave yourself enough wire and lead that you can solder it and then put it back if you want. But if we create two wires there bypass those that are in the harness and then go and take the ground lead and make your own ground does that solve the problem and make it go away do those things if you need a wiring diagram let me know i'll be trying to get one to you and uh, we'll talk about it then i'm ron anany in the car doctor the mechanics aren't expensive they're priceless It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 